Chapter 5 Quests and Tasks In ancient Rome, or Greece, back in the days when slavery was a widespread fact of life, the main advantage of owning a slave must have been that the wealthy Roman or Greek citizen could set the slave to work. Various slaves would have spent their time labouring in the fields, running errands, chopping wood, caring for the domestic animals, preparing meals and cleaning the villa. Particularly prized were those who were highly educated, since they would fill more valuable roles by serving as secretaries or scribes, even as teachers or doctors. Most of the people on the receiving end of this forced labour scheme probably worked grudgingly and only under threat of violent punishment. But your slave will serve you willingly and gratefully as long as he is made to feel that your commands are expressions of your dominance and that the outcome being demanded of him is something that you need or value. Of course, if your slave runs an errand, then you'll probably value the fact that you have one thing less to do. But I'm talking about something a little more subtle than that. It's the difference between, Honey, I want you to cook tomorrow night. I'm not going to have time. Or, Honey, I want you to cook tomorrow night. I've been craving one of your homemade burgers. Or, Honey, I want you to cook tomorrow night so I can spend more time with our guests. The first request is a reasonable one. You are short of time, so you ask your slave to do the cooking. If your intention is to make this part of a dominance game, however, you haven't given your slave much to hang his submission on. What tangible benefit will you receive by having this extra free time? If your slave fails the task, will you suffer somehow? And by extension, if he succeeds, is he protecting you from possible suffering? Your slave has no way of knowing. In the second and third cases, you are demanding that he satisfies a couple of very specific requirements. Enjoying the homemade burger that you crave or having the leisure to participate in a social gathering that's important to you. If he fails, you will miss out on these rewards. This sense that there is something important at stake for you, and that you are relying on him to provide it, is what engages your slave's submissive, service-oriented side with the task at hand. In case there's any doubt... Your slave has no business refusing or grumbling because you just used him to save some of your time. I made up these examples solely to demonstrate how the slave finds his servitude to you more emotionally and erotically fulfilling if he can believe, if only within the fantasy you're creating together, that you have a real need or desire for whatever it is that he's been instructed to do, and that you value and appreciate his efforts in completing it.
as well as hoping to earn your approval, your slave will probably be alive to the possibility that he might fail to meet your needs and will do his best to ensure that does not happen. The frisson of unease he feels at the possibility of you being disappointed in him may well be a big part of the submissive excitement he feels at being given a quest or task in the first place.